Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss. I'm Nancy Goodman Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. At Amazon, we don't want to make products for people with disabilities. We want to make products with people with disabilities for everyone. And in this show, we'll talk about the vast array of products that Amazon does make accessible from the get-go. We'll speak with Peter Korn, Director of Accessibility at Amazon Lab 126, about a number of these products and what makes them special. But first for our tip of the week. This week's tip comes from Peter Korn. So my tip for uh, folks uh, listening in to Eyes on Success is the really cool show-and-tell feature. Um, I was just uh, giving a presentation earlier this week at the NFB convention, and uh, one of the folks heard about Show and & Tell and said, wow, I've had an Echo Show for a year, and I didn't know that existed. Just go up to any Echo Show. They all come with a screen and a little camera, and ask your Alexa, Alexa, what am I holding? And she'll take it from there. So if you don't know about that feature, give it a shot. We'll be talking more about it in just a bit. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Let's start by meeting Peter. So Peter, you've been on the show a number of times before, but for people who may not know who you are, perhaps you can tell them a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much, Peter and Nancy, for having me back on Eyes on Success. It's a wonderful show, and it's always great to be here with you and your audience. Well, thanks. My name is Peter Korn, and I'm the Director of Accessibility at Amazon Lab 126. And this is coming up now on my 30 years in the field uh, next year, and it has been the most rewarding career I have ever had. And how long have you been at Amazon now? It's uh, about six and a half years. It's wonderful to be part of that and part of a rapidly growing accessibility effort. What does Lab 126 do? That's the part of Amazon that makes all of our devices. It's a, a kind of a play on uh, some of the other sort of touch points that are hidden in Amazon's logo. If you uh, look at the Amazon logo, it's the word Amazon, and a little sort of arcing line or smile that starts at the letter A underneath the word, and then it comes back pointing up to the letter Z, because Amazon is the A to Z store. And Lab 126 is... The number one, the letter A, and the number 26, the letter Z. So it's just a play on that idea that Lab 126 may be making devices from A to Z. It was formed when we started working on our first product, which we brought to market in 2008, the Kindle e-reader. Hard to believe it's been that long. <laughs> 
Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Underwriting pairs the impact of targeted marketing with the integrity of community goodwill. Learn more by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is what Amazon has been doing to make their products accessible over the years. So several weeks ago, we dedicated an episode of the show to the 30th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act, the ADA, but I understand it's also another important anniversary. And I thought maybe you could tell us about that before we talk about some of the products that we'll get into later on. That's right, Peter. It's the 10th anniversary of the 21st Century Communication and Video Accessibility Act of 2010, or more colloquially known, the CVAA. Now, people are probably familiar with the ADA, the Americans with Disabilities Act, but they're probably less familiar with the CVAA. Can you tell us a little bit about what that's all about? Sure. So the CVAA is one of the laws that is administered by the Federal Communications Commission to speak to the accessibility of 21st century communications, things like texting and email and voice over IP calls, as well as um, interaction with electronic video. So things like um, watching TV on your computer or your tablet or your phone, making sure that television content that was ever shown on a TV with captions should also have those captions when you're streaming it from the internet. So this covers quite a bit then. It's a very important and extensive law, and it has driven a lot of great accessibility innovation across the industry. And this is administered by the FCC? That's correct. Uh, FCC Chairman Ajit Pai is very uh, strong supporter of accessibility. In fact, every year uh, he uh, gives out awards for advancements in accessibility. Uh, a couple years ago, Amazon received an award for the VoiceView screen reader that's built into our Fire TVs. Apparently, this law comes with some real teeth. If people violate what's covered by the law, there are some pretty severe consequences. The Federal Communications Commission is empowered by the law to levy fines against companies that are failing to meet the requirements of the CVAA. Those fines can be as much as $105,000 per day per device that is found to be in violation. And it doesn't take very many potential days of violation to pay for the kinds of folks who can make great accessible products. So it's an easy choice. And Amazon has been quite a leader with many of their devices in terms of making them accessible. That's right. You know, one of the things that we focus on with our devices is value for money, uh, premium products at non-premium prices. And you see that across all of our devices with Fire tablets that start at $49.99, uh, Fire TV stick that starts at $39.99, but at the same time, we are 
uh, working to deliver premium accessibility in these devices at uh, very affordable prices. And this has been going on for some time. As you mentioned earlier, you introduced the Kindle in 2008, and then subsequently there were a lot of other products, and you made many of these accessible along the way also. You thought about that as one of the first design concepts. That's right. And this has been pivotal to establishing electronic books as a co-equal place to publish and distribute knowledge and information in a very accessible way. Today, we have over 12 million accessible Kindle ebooks in the English catalog, and they're accessible on every Kindle device we sell with the VoiceView screen reader, invert black and white feature, WordWise to help folks who are struggling with language to get definitions uh, written in line above the words in the margins between the lines, font choices like Open Dyslexic, which is great for a number of customers with dyslexia, font bolding options, a range of margin and width choices, um, which are all great to help people with a variety of print disabilities to read accessible books. You mentioned a number of devices that Kindle works on, but you can also run the Kindle app. I've got it running on my smartphone, and it's great. So I don't need an extra device. I can just have the functionality. Yeah. We support Kindle book reading on a lot of different uh, surfaces. We call them reading surfaces. So every Kindle e-reader, of course, um, also our Fire tablets, uh, every iOS device, every Android device has uh, access to a free download of uh, the Kindle reading app and access to all of those books. And many of these reading surfaces have uh, additional access features that are available through the app. For example, you can use VoiceOver on iOS uh, to read your Kindle books. Um, we have a feature called immersion reading, where you can uh, get both the Audible title and the Kindle ebook title, and have the Audible title synchronize with with the print, so that as the words are spoken aloud by a great voice talent, you see the words highlighted, which is again great for folks with uh, some forms of dyslexia or other learning impairments, as well as just to help with language acquisition. Oh, how neat. You know, and it also makes those items searchable, right? Because you have a text version there, and so you can quickly find your way around, even if you want to listen to it in audio. That's absolutely true, and that's a feature that I make use of a lot of the time. Um, you know, speaking of features, we've recently introduced a new accessibility feature for Kindle and reading called Reading Ruler. This is a feature that puts a pair of colored horizontal bars above and below the one or three lines that you're reading, which is, again, a great tool to help readers focus who sometimes get lost in a sea of words on a page. So we talked quite a bit about the Kindle and some of the design concepts you've used to make that 
a really nice device for everybody. And since its introduction in 2008, you've introduced lots of other products that incorporate similar design concepts. Yeah, so our second product is the Fire Tablet that we introduced in 2011. Like the Kindle e-reader, we focused on making our tablets another great place to read ebooks. But with their color LCD screen, it also was a great place to watch movies and to browse the web. Um, we provide access to Prime Video, uh, as well as Netflix, Hulu, um, Apple Plus, Disney Plus are all uh, available on these Fire tablets. And these are very affordable devices. Today, we have three models. The Fire Tablet 7, a 7-inch tablet at $49.99. Uh, and then uh, just in the last few months, we have refreshed our 8- and 10-inch models. The Fire Tablet 8 and 8 Plus are substantially faster uh, than the previous generation with 2 or 3 gigabytes of RAM, 32 or 64 gigabytes of flash storage, which you can expand up to a terabyte with an SD slot, um, a two gigahertz quad-core processor, wireless charging, and like our other Fire tablets, access to hands-free Alexa. And you have a range of accessibility options in these devices, as we spoke about in the Kindle, in terms of voice support, changing fonts, et cetera, et cetera. That's right. And then we've added a few new access features. Uh, we have just released Braille screen input. So you can turn your tablet into uh, a Braille input keyboard. Oh, nice. With a full set of editing commands for uh, being very efficient with uh, uh, writing text, editing text. Uh, audio description is very, very important to us. And we have a prefer audio description OS level setting. And as you might imagine from a company that uh, has a voice assistant, we have a dictation keyboard. So that's another way in addition to uh, Braille and the usual slide and tap on screen keyboard uh, we have for, for entering text. Another popular Amazon product is the Fire TV. I assume it's also very accessible? In 2014, we introduced the first Fire TV. And this was the first streaming media player that had a microphone built into the remote. Uh, nowadays, practically every TV has a mic in the remote. But in 2014, uh, that hadn't been done before. You just press the button on the remote, and say the title of the movie you want to watch. No more typing and scrolling and hitting buttons, etc. Yes, yes. So we've been doing a lot with Fire TV. Uh, in 2014, we introduced the first one, and uh, less than a year later, we came out with uh, the Fire TV Stick. Uh, but in the last year, we've introduced a ton of new Fire TV devices. For example, we now have a uh, second-generation Fire TV Cube, a, uh, the love child of a Fire TV stick and an Echo Dot. That means you can control it sitting back on your couch, no remote needed. And speaking of TVs, 
we've built Fire TV goodness into a whole bunch of TVs made by Insignia and Toshiba and sold by Best Buy, as well as our own online store. And these all come with the VoiceView screen reader, uh, our screen magnifier, and it works with the electronic program guide of the over-the-air broadcast TV, one of the things that the CVAA said shall be accessible. Oh, nice. And of course, we can't forget about your smart devices like the Dot, the Echo, and associated devices. Tell us about some of those. So in 2014, at the end of 2014, we introduced the original Amazon Echo. And with the Echo, the popular voice assistant Alexa, creating an entirely new category of product, the smart speaker. Those smart speakers are really handy. We love our Echoes. So we have uh, several families now of, of Echo devices. Uh, the original Echo and a model of that, the Echo Plus, that comes with a smart home hub in it. A couple of years ago, we added a screen to uh, the Echo with the Echo Show. Um, we've recently introduced Echo Studio. This is our biggest model. It's kind of the size of a, of a squat watermelon. And it has five speakers built in. And you can take a pair of these, pair them with your Fire TV, and now you have a complete Dolby Atmos setup. What other devices can run Alexa? For folks who really, really want Alexa with them everywhere, we have three wearable products. The Echo Buds are a pair of wireless Bluetooth earbuds uh, that have Alexa wake word in them. You uh, put them in your ear, uh, have them paired with your phone, and then you can just, as you're walking around, just say, hey, Alexa. Or for folks who uh, want it even closer to the, the front of their face, the Echo Frames. This is a pair of eyeglass frames that are capable of holding prescription glass lenses with bone conduction speakers at the back of the ear and a touch swipe panel on the right arm piece. And uh, as with the buds, you pair it with your phone and then she's with you all the time. But in this way, she's not blocking the ambient sound from the room uh, because it's bone conduction. Right. Particularly good for blind people walking around because they want to hear their environment around them. Exactly. Exactly. And then finally, our, our last is our smallest device. This is the Echo Loop. This is Alexa in a ring you wear on your finger. It has the tiniest of speakers, uh, a small microphone, a button, and a haptic vibrating uh, sensor in it. And so uh, when you get a call, your finger gets a little buzz. Tap the button and cup your ear with your hand. And then you can talk to uh, whoever called you. 
Now, it seems Alexa is always learning something new. Tell us about some of the new features built into Alexa. One of the newest and maybe most exciting uh, accessibility features that we introduced at the end of last year is something called Show and Tell. So, you know, when you go into a grocery store, uh, you pick up a can off the shelf and it pretty much feels like every other can on the shelf, right? Uh, it certainly does to me. Well, so that's where Show and Tell comes in. You just walk up to any Echo Show and say to Alexa, what am I holding? And the first time that you launch Show and Tell, uh, she'll give you a little tutorial tell you about the tones that she makes to help you center the device in front of the Echo Show's camera. And then she'll take a close look at what you're holding and do her best to tell you what it is. How nice. And now you've also introduced some relatively new smart home features that people might be interested in. Can you tell us a little about that? Yeah, so smart home is about uh, using a little bit of electronics to make the things in your home accessible electronically. And, of course, for us, that means accessible via Alexa. So we have smart switches, smart plugs, smart lights, and a growing number of smart appliances. So, in other words, you can tell Alexa to turn on the living room light or start this appliance that's right. And uh, if anything, any dumb appliance that you can simply turn on by turning on the power, you can control with a smart plug. You put the plug in the wall, you plug the device into the plug, and now you can ask Alexa to turn that on and off for you. Cool. What other devices do you want to tell our listeners about? So we've actually been uh, making some smart devices. We've introduced these over the last couple of years. The first is the Amazon Basics microwave oven. This is $59.99 microwave that you pair with uh, some other Alexa device. And then you can just say, Alexa, pop a couple ounces of popcorn or reheat you know, two pounds of, of chicken or defrost a half a pound of hamburger and she'll do it. Or rather, the microwave will. <laughs> and then uh, we've recently introduced the Amazon Smart Oven. This is a four-in-one product that does microwaving, air frying, uh, convection oven, and uh, a reheating keep things warm. And it's quite a bit bigger. It's $249.99. And at that price, uh, it includes an Echo Dot. And it also has a temperature probe. So if you're roasting some chicken, uh, you put the temperature probe in, and Alexa will even announce as the chicken has reached your set temperature point. So you can know that it's time to take it out of the oven. That sounds pretty convenient and easy to use. So they have one of these that, that washes the windows and does dishes? <laughs> well, you know, we have a long-standing policy at Amazon of not commenting on unannounced products. So <laughs> I'm afraid you'll just have to wait for the next product introduction to see uh, if we have something there. Well, okay. we'll be sure to invite you back. 
Well, thank you very much. Um, one last thing I want to mention about the microwave and smart oven. Like pretty much all microwaves uh, these days, it has one of those flat panel touch screens with the buttons that, you know, you can't tell one from another. Yes, we just recently moved into a new house with those, and now all of a sudden I can't use the microwave. Well, maybe you'll have to get one of these, because in addition to being able to uh, control it completely with Alexa, we have made a free Braille stick-on decal for that touch panel so that you can have Braille if you don't want to talk with her. Maybe your mouth is full. Maybe you just don't want to disturb the music that's playing. Uh, so you can just use the UEB Braille overlay, put that on your microwave and smart oven, and use it just like anyone else. Oh, that's great. Well, we always learn a lot when we talk to you and find out about new features. There's always something new and terrific coming out of Amazon. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. It's always a pleasure, Nancy and Peter. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Now for this week's final item, how to learn more about accessibility initiatives at Amazon, accessibility of their products, and how to contact the folks at Amazon directly. So if people want to find out more about some of the devices that you talked about or your accessibility department, where would you direct them? So uh, we've had for some years now the main accessibility website for Amazon. That would be www.amazon.com slash accessibility. Um, but we're just now adding to that a uh, new microsite focused specifically on all things Alexa and accessibility. And that URL is very similar www.amazon.com slash Alexa accessibility, all one word. And if people had questions or needed support with some of these devices, can they go to those websites and find some contact information there? Yes. So the websites have quite a bit of information on them, and we are uh, adding quite a bit more. Uh, so always the first place to go is to see if your questions are answered with what's on the site. Uh, otherwise, you can uh, send a general accessibility question about anything Amazon and accessibility to accessibility-feedback at amazon.com. If it's specifically about one of our devices, that would be device-accessibility at amazon.com. And that's also uh, a fine place to go to uh, talk about our audio-described movies. You know, we have over 1,800 uh, audio-described titles in the Prime Video catalog. And as usual, if you missed any of that in the audio portion of the show, you'll find all that information, the contact information, resources in the show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. 
That's it for show number 2033. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about positive experiences that our listeners have had during the COVID-19 pandemic. The pandemic and stay-at-home orders have turned life upside down for most of us. For some, this has been a time of anxiety, frustration, and even depression. But on the other hand, there have also been some positive outcomes, and we asked our listeners to submit audio clips highlighting some of the positive experiences that they have had. So that'll be an episode about how many of our listeners have made lemonade out of lemons. We'll catch you then. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy, and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. You can access the full archive of previous shows, subscribe to the podcast, and much more by going to our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net. If you have questions about anything you've heard on the show or have suggestions for future shows, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. Thank you for listening and have a nice day.